You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Stop the pigeon, 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 how? Let him, jab him, tab him, grab him, stop that pigeon now! Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia presenter and executive producer of the show, Ivan Fonti. And welcome to another edition of Pigeon Radio Australia brought to you here on our great community radio station 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. This morning I'd like to open the show with a little tribute to uh, Queen Elizabeth. And uh, we've had uh, some people talking on the ABC radio and the ABC radio have featured an article on the internet which I would like to read to all the listeners now. It was featured on Monday on the internet on ABC News, and it reads like this. Victorian pigeon racing event to mark the death of Queen Elizabeth II. They're plentiful in most cities around the world, with many city dwellers considering them annoying pests. But for pigeon enthusiast Paul Burlack, they represent a long and proud racing legacy with noble ties to the royal family and a proud wartime history. Today, more than a thousand of the birds will take flight in an event that will mark the passing of Queen Elizabeth II. Mr Burlack, secretary of the Victorian Pigeon Organisation, told ABC Radio Melbourne, said they would take part in a race from Mildura to Melbourne. Mr Burlack said it would take the flock roughly six hours of flying in today's weather permitting. The pigeons' ability to find their way home remains something of a mystery. You breed them at home, and when you train them, you start taking them out, fly short distances. The flights range between two to four kilometres from their homes, as well as regular flying time for exercise. They can fly around their local area, and you can train them up to fly 100 kilometres, Mr Burlack said. Mr Burlack said competing pigeons were driven out to the start line before flying home. Technology then helps to determine the race results and placings with return pigeons walking over a pad placed outside their loft, marking the finish line. The pad then scans a chip in the pigeon's identification tag and records the bird's times. 
Racing in honour of the Queen. The weekend's event will be special with the organisation choosing to honour Queen Elizabeth II and the Royal Family's pigeon racing heritage. I've been fortunate enough to see the cup already and it's a magnificent prize, Mr Burlack said. Whoever wins it will have it in pride of place for the rest of their life. He said the royal family had been racing pigeons for about 150 years, with the birds playing a pivotal role as messengers in wartime. The British forces used the royal family's pigeons as messengers in the wars, and one of the famous pigeons is called Royal Blue, he said. Mr Burlack said Royal Blue had been attacked by a falcon while carrying a message narrowly escaping death. Although injured, it still continued on for 200 miles to deliver the message, he said. Pigeons that had flown during the conflict were appointed the Dickon Medal for their bravery. Two Australian birds had been bestowed with a Dickon Medal during the conflict with Japan. Pigeons have played a great part and for centuries, really not just the last two world wars, Mr Burlack said. And that was the article on ABC News Online. And also on Monday morning on the ABC National Radio Melbourne breakfast show, Mr Burlack appeared once again in promotion of the Queen Elizabeth Cup running by the Victorian Pigeon Organisation. Let's have a listen to that. And this recording comes courtesy of the ABC. It's uh, 20 to 8. Yeah. Now, of course, uh, you know, a lot of royal news. I know, I understand there's a lot of royal news, and perhaps it can be a little bit fatiguing. So we're a bit of a change of pace. We're, we're going to sort of take a slightly left turn. This is a, bit, a slightly unusual uh, royal story for you, which is the pigeon race. Now, I don't know if you're across this one, but it's well worth being across, um, especially as I think I gather it's gone a, a little bit awry. Uh, you know, there were massive storms, of course, swept through Melbourne yesterday. We had hail the size of chocolate sultanas. Uh, you know, people always say golf balls, don't they? What, 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 what else? Uh, protein balls. Protein ball-sized hailstones. Anyway, one thing that was affected badly was a pigeon race being held to honour the Queen. And I'm joined now to explain us, give the ins and outs of uh, what went right and wrong with the race by Paul Burlack, who's the secretary of the Victorian Pigeon Association, uh, Victorian Pigeon Organisation, excuse me, here in Melbourne. Uh, hi there, Paul. Good morning, Andrew. Um, I think it's safe to say it's a much better morning than what we had yesterday. Well, that is. Are, are you going to hold the pigeon race today instead? No, um, unfortunately it takes a little bit more organising and a bit more time. Uh, the race um, is not cancelled, it's uh, postponed and uh, we've rescheduled for the race to be held in Mildura on, on uh, Tuesday. And for those not across the, the Royal Pigeon Race, Paul, could you just explain for us the, the, the premise? You know, why, why is there a pigeon race being held in Victoria uh, to honour Queen Elizabeth? Well, due, due to the um, uh, passing of uh, Queen Elizabeth, Andrew, uh, as an organisation, um, uh, we decided to uh, run a race in honour of Her Majesty due to the um, involvement of the Royal Family in Pigeon Racing, which 
been uh, some 150 years and Queen Elizabeth herself raced pigeons for most of her life. So we felt it was only um, um, uh, the appropriate thing to do to run a, a race in her honour and um, the winner will be presented with a um, Queen Elizabeth Cup. Uh, and Paul, you know, so that we had terrible weather, obviously. But isn't it true? Can pigeons fly in all types of weather, or do they do they sort of buckle down and not fly in in the in, in heavy rain? Well, pigeons can do some amazing things. Um, some some are more determined than others, and some will, you know, uh, put themselves through a lot more trauma to to um, achieve uh, what they're after. But uh, um, the, look, the main consideration, the number one consideration for us, is always the safety of the pigeons. Uh, and if we feel that it's not safe for them to take part, we we just won't do it um, because we'd be, uh, you know, doing something which would be totally against our beliefs. And, and certainly uh, our respect for the pigeons. And uh, Paul, what, what's the uh, key ingredients to becoming a true winning pigeon? Like, if you if you want a champion pigeon, uh, what do they require? Do they need you know strong wings? Do they need mental stamina to see it through? Well, physical ability is always uh, the number one thing. And uh, the next one, uh, um, unlike, say, uh, as a comparison to racehorses, um, the pigeon also has to have uh, very, very uh, uh, good uh, navigational skills because it's mm. not like a horse race where you've got a track and you simply it's simply a case of who's the fastest. Uh, pigeons, uh, they need to navigate. And some pigeons, of course, uh, are just born with uh, better navigational skills than others. Oh, do you get to sort of personally know them, the pigeons, Paul? Like, I mean, do you have, say, a favourite pigeon from your time in pigeon racing? You know, is there one particular pigeon who you thought just was an amazing champion and, and you know, kind of an immortal? Yeah, I, I, I think when it comes to, to racing of any sort, but particularly pigeons, uh, the one that surprises you the most and the one that sort of achieves the most, uh, oh, the the best result that you've ever had is, is the one that's always going to stick in the mind uh, or perhaps a bird that sort of made the greatest effort but not quite achieved the, the pinnacle. Oh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Do they have names, every single pigeon? Uh, not every single pigeon. Um, you, you tend to uh, give them a name once they've uh, achieved something that's, uh, uh, you know, something to be admired or something to be looked up to or something that you, you sort of want to advertise. It. And sometimes the name is uh, contrived from from uh, the story itself uh, according to the uh, conditions of the day of the race or something that may have happened like, uh, as an example, uh, you've had races where they've gone into the night and you've had a full moon and uh, hen that won that race, I, I think it was called uh, the, the Blue Moon Hen. Oh, okay. So, you, know, so you, relate, you relate things to the conditions of the day sometimes. Uh, yeah, so. Oh, lovely, lovely. Well, look, Paul, I wish you all the best for, for the race proper when the pigeon race actually occurs. It's all the way from Mildura to Melbourne, isn't it? And um, what, what's the date? It then? is. Well, the the date we've said is Tuesday, and we've Tuesday. got our fingers Tomorrow. crossed that the yes that that uh, the conditions will be better than what we had yesterday. So, oh, um, all things being equal, we hope to have a, a good race, and um, I'm hoping to uh, uh, congratulate the the winners. And um, I'm sure that uh, they'll enjoy the race. And uh, yeah, we're certainly looking forward to it. Oh yes, well, all the best for the race day. Uh, thanks, Paul Burlack. Oh, was a lovely Thank you, Andrew. Uh, uh, thanks for having us on. Oh, look, pleasure. Paul Burlake there, Secretary of the Victorian Pigeon Organisation.
if you want to get in touch, if you're a Pigeon fan, you, you, you might be able to look them up online. Uh, it's just after a quarter to eight. Why don't we check on the, uh, on the traffic, shall we? I mean, I, not everybody travels by Pigeon. Um, some of us have to go by car, don't we, Brad? Hi, there's we're with Brad They Arnold. do. They do. And uh, it's a bit of a struggle coming in from Melbourne's west at the moment, pushing a... And here's an interview I found on the uh, internet from the BBC and one of the representatives of the Royal Racing Pigeon Association had some words to say about Queen Elizabeth II and her involvement in pigeon racing. Let's have a listen. How many pigeons did the Queen own? How does it work? Just discuss. It varies year on year. Uh, right. the, the lofts at Sandringham, uh, I went down just before her last visit in April actually with some school children that she gifted birds this year uh, for, to race in their own name. At, the, wow. at their schools, and there's about 150, 200 pigeons at any one time there. Um, like I say, it is based at Sandringham, uh, and she was gifted as part of a Diamond Jubilee to school children the pigeons this year. So you presumably have interacted with the Queen? I personally have not. Right. Um, I had a very brief conversation many years ago um, on the telephone when I had a school and she gifted pigeons to them. Right. Uh, the briefest of briefest conversations, but one I'll, I'll never forget. Um, but yeah, she's, she was... With her, with her birds, she always paid a, a keen interest. She spent a many time at Sandringham, and it was really fitting that this April she could go down and be presented with her own cup that she donated to a local cup, uh, club called the Queen's Cup. And uh, she was won that last year for the first time, and it was great that we could present, or she could be presented with that this year uh, in April. Absolutely. And dare I ask if you will be, it may have already happened, I don't know, naming a, a pigeon in the Queen's honour? There may already be a few, other. I don't know. Yeah, I think, well, you know, like I said, we're, we've had conversations with the schools that got donated the birds this year, mm. uh, and we're going to have those conversations again with those schools, but there will be definitely tributes from those schools, and I'm pretty sure the school children will be thinking of names uh, in honour of the, the pigeons for, that the Queen donated to them. I said that's a really fitting thing to do, actually, and I, I want to cover that here at GB News. I would I would like, we were, we were umming and ahhing about exactly how we were going to try to get you on today, whether we could do something surrounded by some pigeons. There was a brief... This is fabulous, OK? So just explain to me the Queen's interest in pigeon racing, the royal family's interest in pigeon racing. Yeah, as you've, as you've touched on, the royal family's had pigeons since the 1800s, uh, when King Leopold of Belgium gifted them as, to the royal family. Um, and those pigeons have, have been at Sandringham have been raised by numerous loft managers that we have been looking after the birds for the pigeons. And as I touched on there with, with, with service, they also served in the First and Second World Wars. Oh. Uh, and the Queen's Pigeon herself uh, won the Dickey Medal in the Second World War. So you're going to have to repeat that. So the yeah. Queen's Pigeon itself yeah. won what? A Dickey Medal, which is the equivalent of the Victoria Cross for animals. Really? Yeah, a pigeon called Royal Blue uh, went down uh, in the Second World War. A pair of pigeons was always in every uh, aircraft that went over uh, mainland Europe. Right. Uh, and when they went down, they would be sent back with coordinates to try and hence a rescue mission. OK. And the... One of the aircrafts went down. Uh, Royal Blue had their message on the leg, got let up, and then it flew back to its home. Uh, uh, four hours to travelling wow. over 120 miles, uh, and then there was a rescue mission that saved the lives of that aircraft.
That is unbelievable. That's absolutely astonishing. I yeah. take it pigeons no longer see active service. No, but they are ready to go if ever we need them. Uh, they could it's still be constructed. Like the territorial arm. Absolutely, they're ready to go. You know, if we had them, they, they're there to be used. But um, their, their skills now are different uh, in that we've bred from those pigeons and, and we've now got a long history of racing mm. pigeons. Uh, her great-grandfather, grandfather herself, actually won the, the, one of the biggest races in the country. They'll be the National Flying Club, uh, the equivalent of the Grand National in horse racing. Channel 
your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Stock produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035 Double nine eight one thousand and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM sponsor. Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM sponsor. Now you can listen to Southern FM on the go with Community Radio Plus, the home of Community Radio. The brand new app means you can listen in wherever you are. You'll also discover Community Radio's best podcasts and independent news. As well as listening via 88.3 FM, you can now support your Community Radio station by downloading Community Radio Plus. Get it from Google Play or the App Store today. While you're there, don't forget to leave five stars. 
Dogs are awesome. Think about it. When you give them a little love, they'll give you their heart. They don't care about how much money you make, how good you look, or even how bright you are. They love you for you. That's why we need to train more assistance dogs. They take care of people in need by helping out with everyday tasks, from opening doors to emptying the washing machine. To help us share the love, find out how you can get involved by visiting assistancedogs.org.au. Sounds Good with Donna DeMeo on 88.3 Southern FM is on every Tuesday at 6pm. It's filled with an assortment of interviews, talking entertainment, film, fashion, food, travel, live theatre and of course I'll be playing some of my favourite tunes. Looking forward to a chat each Tuesday at 6pm on 88.3 Southern FM. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world, musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. Listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. Broadcast from Melbourne, Australia, on 88.3, Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Stop the pigeon, 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 how? You're tuned to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, and you're listening to the original and only devoted Racing Pigeon radio show in the world, and that's Pigeon Radio Australia at pigeonmedia.com.au. The Southern FM website, check it out, southernfm.com.au. And uh, I'd like to just mention uh, while we're here that uh, we haven't heard from the Falcon and Mr. Joseph Angelino this week. Well, they're busy and missing in action due to the uh, race cancellations during the week and uh, the VPO Breeders' Plate. Um, Mr. Angelino was busy with the Breeders Plate this week, so he hasn't left the program, he's still with us, but he wasn't able to come into the studio this week. And also the Falcon, he's missing in action as well, because he didn't race on the weekend at all, and uh, he's preparing his birds for uh, Tassie, and... um, and the main race on the weekend. So we'll hear from both of them on next week's program here on Pigeon Radio Australia. Now, there's going to be uh, an auction sale coming up at the Victorian Racing Pigeon Union Rooms on the 4th of October. So let's hear about that. And on the line for Pigeon Radio Australia, we have a uh, very special guest that's been on the program before. Quite a knowledgeable pigeon flyer, has been flying birds for, oh, I think, nearly 50 years, and uh, I'm talking about none other than Mr. Frank Valudo, who's got a sale coming up 
on the 2nd of October at the Victorian Racing Pigeon Union Rooms. Hello, Frank, and welcome back to Pigeon Radio. Go. Good, mate. Oh, thank, thank you, Ivan. Thanks for having me on there. Now, um, I got messages uh, yesterday um, telling yep. me that uh, you've got a sale coming up. Yeah, look, look, this year I had a bit of a, a bit of a hard season. Look, I've built a new house and uh, just had no time for the business. But look, there was a, I put in a few good races in, even that, you know, I only tossed about five, six times. And the bear's done pretty well. I got second, the produce, third, fourth. Fifth. Anyway, they, they, they've been around there, you know. And, and the good thing is I gave a few birds out last year and some of the boys done pretty well. I think Victoria won a fed in one of the sprint series. There was another Shannon Reed done well. There's a couple of boys here and there. So a few people have been ringing me up for these old Harrisons because I've had them for in the 70s. Old Jackie Dean, you know, he, he was a very good old flyer. You know? And uh, when I was a kid, I started up with them and I kept them in. They've got good endurance. Like, like so I've got some of the birds there. Like the old main foundation cock, like he's 23 and he's still kicking, you know. And, and the last two years of COVID, I actually bred eight youngsters and nine youngsters and then um, you know in the years I've built the family around these pigeons and and put like half brother half sister produced a smash cub up when it was best fed in Melbourne you know I've bred some very good birds for different people and they won a lot of 500 600s um, for different people I actually won a six I won a few tazzies you know they're, they're a good hard day 400 500 600 mile there but I like them because you can win a hundred mile and you can win a six hundred mile. So they're they're pretty endurable. You know they they've got a good um, anyway. You can practically for a small fly you can race them nearly every week and they just keep coming. And that's it. They're tough little buggers, you know. And uh, that's why I've just held on to them. And and I thought you know something. I've always helped a lot of young people out. And I thought, you know something, you know, I could probably try to get a little bit of money back. And, um, you know, a lot of the young blokes don't know me. I'm never really charging for money for pigeons. I like to try to get the sport going and help a lot of people out. But, you know, I've had a few little health issues this year. I, little, I found like a little uh, system in my lung and, and there's a few things there. And I'm building a house, a bit of stress. And I thought, you know something, I'll, I'll stop racing like uh, next week. I think I've got a special ring race. And then I'm going to sort of have this sale and I've got 40... Five Harrisons, they're all off the main pigeons, all the main, my main top birds, will be fed birds there. There's a fed winner, there's some really good uh, fed places there, and there'll be uh, some half hands, half cocks, so people got an opportunity to get these blue bars, and they've got, some got bold eyes, some got pearl, beautiful pearl eyes, and um, and anyway, like this, um, uh, a few years back in uh, 2019, there, I won the bird of the year, five fed places, one in. And uh, and that old cock, this one I call the stallion, he he bred that hen, and, and that year he bred eleven fed places on just one year, uh, with different, you know, and even the VHR special race there, you know, the fifty thousand dollar race there, I had three in the top thirty where no, nah, but but in the Western Fed had one at that time, you know, before the that you know that sort of um, you know uh, wind that was a strong westerly, and, and they still come through really well. So yeah, so a few people have been ringing me, and I thought, look, I'll have a little auction, and I'll have Marley. Harrison, there'll be 40 to 45 Harrisons and there'll be five Murray Rays at the very good distant hard day pigeons and, and probably about four or five pure Rick, Ricky Rayner stuff that not many people would have them, you know. So there'll be some quality birds for people that are looking for good, you know, a pretty consistent sort of pigeons. They can, win, like I said, they can win 100 miles, 
they can do 300, 400, 500. And, and the mud of that uh, cock, you know, the stallion, the one that, I, that, that beat all my good birds, uh, the mother was a 700 mile hen. The Godfrey Stevens years ago, um, he, he had a, a race, a pretty hard race, and I clocked just up there in the morning. And I think the closest down there, okay, were about 9, 9.30 down there. And you know? I so, uh, you know, like, like you know, they're, that can fly the distance. That's a good thing. You know, they, they just keep coming, you know, and uh, that's yeah. why I'm happy for people to have them. And I get pleasure when people do well with them. So I hope, you know, a few people turn up and have a look at these birds, give them a chance to have a look because uh, I think, you know, that they'll be good for, for the pigeon racing. You know? And I'm mm. 65 this year. So, you know, I don't mind helping people out. So yeah, it'll be a good sale. I think, so you know? was I right? Have you been racing for nearly 50 years or on 50 years? Well, now? well, look, I've been around, look, I, I brought up eight kids, you know, so there was times where I found it a little bit hard to put a lot of work into the pigeons, you know, but these birds love the hard work. Like if you can, if you've got a small flyer and you've got a small team of birds, you can nearly send, that's how I've got, Champion birds out of them. I used to race them every week as a young bloke, and and people could say, "Oh, they're not machines, you know." But I used to do really well. I won averages every club. I won. I won. I won an average, and I say, I've always been very competitive with uh, the birds. I've won two nationals, you know. I think I still got the record when I won the national two thousand three hundred fifty birds. Uh, you know, but they won some big races, and and even that Carbar Fed winner a, a little while back, she was the best beat in Melbourne. You know, like one one of there of the in front in the Western Fed. You know, but but now look, I I I look, I enjoy these birds because they just give it their best. And then whoever I give them to, they always ring me up. So Frank, I've just won a Fed, or Frank, I've done this other. So I'm you know I'm pretty confident with them. Whoever gets them, I think they put the hard work. You know, they they love they love getting pushed. So. You know, a lot of the birds I notice, I've tried a few euros, look, they, they're good birds in their day, on the quick days, but I find that these birds just keep coming, you know, and that's what, and when the racing gets hard, I think that's what you need, you know. And no doubt you've clocked a few of these pigeons in the dark. Well, that's right. I've clocked them. I've clocked them very dark. Like they're they're good night flyers. Like I've had I've had five hundred miles where I've clocked you know three in the morning, four in the morning, five you know quarter to six. I've had a lot of six head five hundred. I won at six. I won five. I won uh, heaps of four hundreds. Like one year, well, one of my best hand bred four hundred mile fed winners, and uh, and she had two national winners. So they, that can that can. Really, um, and special ring races, whenever I put them in the VHA, they seem to do pretty well against all top birds, you know. So, yeah, look, I think they're all around pigeon, you know. And uh, so far, of all the birds I've seen around Australia in the last 50 years, I think uh, the Harrisons have probably been very consistent for a lot of good fly. They're the good thing they can, they're very, um, as you say, versatile. They can win like short races, but they can keep going to the distance. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's where I like about them. You know, look, some people go, oh, yeah, these birds are good at that. And these birds just seem to be good. It doesn't matter. As long as you get them right, you know, they, you feed them properly and they'll just keep coming, you know. Yeah. Frank, this is Joe Angelino. How are you, my friend? Oh, Joe, how you going, buddy? Uh, not too Good, bad, mate. mate, not too bad. Something stuck in my head when I spoke to you a while ago, a long time ago. You, yes. you spoke about the bionic hen. Remember that hen? That That's red, right. Remember That's her? Right. Yeah. Are they, is she yeah, the that, same way sort of bred as well? Or? Yeah, yeah. Well, the bionic hen, uh, they had the Harrison of Sydney Moore, you know, working girl and all that, and he had the Harrison's through them. So what I've done, I crossed them with uh, my original Harrison, Jackie Dean, and that's how I created these really top line Harrisons, you know, and uh, and they they just I just kept them like that, and then I I got half brother, half sister, you know, I got mother and son, and and I just kept the bloodline going, and now I've got you know I, I reckon I got about uh, you know there's about sixty seventy 
of these family that awesome. I've kept. And, awesome. and, 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 and what I've done, I, the, you know, they're, they're beautiful looking birds to look at. They're good bodies, strong. They've got good, really strong eyes. And, and I find whoever gets them, they, as soon as I put a cross, bang, they get results. So, they're going to click. Um, they're going to you know, click. They just seem to have they got they got that good home instinct and I and I noticed myself. Look, I I was out of the house. I, I was building. I was out of the house. I come back in the house two weeks. I got I got second fed produce, fourth fed in that smash race and you know, the hard race the other week last week. And you know, I so they they you know the birds look. If I I know myself. Look, you know if I if I'd have the time a bit better, you know you could like blokes that do train once you at least train birds once or twice a week. You know if you do that. The birds will, will respond fantastically, you know, like they. But if, like I said, if you don't want to keep a lot of birds, these are the ideal birds because you you keep a few pairs. You can raise them. Oh, that's how I started creating these top pigeons because I used to raise them every week. And I've got some. I can show people even some of the results on the paper where birds have. Ra- I've had birds they've raced every week just to try and to see what can, they, can, they can take. Yeah. I've got a hen there. She's a she's taken four feet places. Now she raced one every race. And then this year she's raced there, I think she's missed one race, you know? That's and, awesome. Uh, and, and, and those birds like that, you know, when they can do that, you know they're going to be good breeders because they've just got that strong, you know, instinct to want to get home. And and, uh, and you breed top-line pigeons, you know? That's how I started breeding good birds by pushing them to the limits. And I, I've got to admit, I can't do without all the Euros. And I've, I've tried a couple of Hermans, um, you know, a couple of... Uh, you know, they're, they're all right, you know, on their day, they'll be giving their best, but it gets really hard. Sometimes you can lose them, you know. Yeah, tell but, us uh, a, a, a quick story on that, that bird, how when you sent her to a race, you come home ripped, you stitched her up. Oh, well, well that, that well, that in there, she was oh, a phenomenal pigeon. Like, she had taken three, four feet place already, Yeah. and everybody said to me, put her in stock, mate, she's a bloody champion. Yeah. She already had bred, I think... Uh, you know, uh, she already no. Sorry, she 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 had raced nearly every race already, and then we got to the between the five and the six. Someone said to me, Frank, put her in. So I think it was uh, Yurada brothers and and Greg. He goes to me, Frank. You know, she's a champion. I'll take her home. You know, mate, she's a champion. Anyway, she come back. Uh, was a two meter race in between. Was a doing eight hundred. a real smash in the northeast track, southwest wind. Anyway, she come home and I like the dig. And I stitched her all up. I gave her about twenty stitches all right through the chest. She all opened up. Anyway, it was only like, this was only on the Sunday. Like, she come 12 o'clock in the night, and um, and then I stitched her up about 1 in the morning. Anyway, by Tuesday, man, she was, looked like she was looked as good as gold again. But, I mean, you know, normal people would keep her home. But, like, <laughs> again, on, on Wednesday, on Wednesday, I said that there's a bloody distant for hard smash 500. Anyway, and um, and then Greg goes to me, oh, you're a dick and you never get a... Anyway, I was so confident I, I had this old chair and I'm looking straight and North East was the South and they were doing 800. We'll end up in a smash race. Yeah. And and this bloody pigeon, I'll never forget it, you know, straight online North East, she starts diving down and she was a two-checker pilot and she dived down, came in, Bang, you know, and I, oh, mate, she had a bit of blood dripping out of her side. And I thought, when I seen that, I thought, mate, she's a champion. So I put her away, um, and she was one of my best stockings. And I put her with the Harrisons, and they produced 600 mile fed winners, 500, 400s. And anyway, she bit four 500 mile fed winners, about five oh, second fed heaps of produce, yeah. uh, two national winners. You know, a hen and a cock. One was doing a thousand, and the other cock. I was at the farm. I was the shortest flyer with about a, a forty-five kilometre wind northwest, and I still won the fed up there. I beat the union by seventy kilometres, and I had the best lot. She was leading clock by miles. You know, Unreal. so like I won two nationals, a fast, a real nine, a thousand dollar meter. Sorry, a thousand meter race, 
and a and a twenty one hundred meter race. So so shows you the the, the you know the, the the bloody pigeons that that they're good pigeons. You know they can do that. You know they're champions. You know they're not just they average birds. Fast where, and slow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're just nothing. You know, look, people say right, oh the euros are faster and this is fast. So it's the wind that's fast. But you know what happened? Smart pigeons go from A to B. And, and, and stupid pigeons follow the drift. So the real smart pigeons, you find, when they cut across, look, when I took um, five feet place off the, the uh, 990, she was a real recognised pigeon the year that I was racing because she took five feet places and she she, she was fantastic. Like, I was uh, the shortest flyer, like one of the shortest flyers in northeast pocket and was a west track where they were getting them. Now, Lara, I think Nizzy there, they were getting them down there and I still took five feet places with her then. And, and, and people couldn't believe it because how's Frank getting them up there? You know, so those pigeons just bloody, they just go from A to B. You know, they don't go with the drift, you know. And that's the difference. Smart pigeons, that's how they win because they don't go too far down. They just cut across, want to go home, you know. Smart, and, very um, smart. I, th- I think even, even I think there was Shannon Reid there the last the year when we had just a short series and, and uh, a 240 mile, he rings me out and goes, Frank, I clocked your hand. And little Harrison, right? And I said, oh, but I'm going. I said, if it's good, be where you live. Anyway, beat all the blokes up the top. He had 20 minutes in front of the top of all the blokes. It was a south wind, suited the blokes up the top. But he had the best one where he was, you know. So definitely, you know, I think good pigeons, you know, they just show up, you know. And they got very, very good homies. Yeah, it makes you look better, you know. Joe Joe knows this, Frank. I, I just wanted to mention you've been getting a big rap from South Australia from Joe Halligan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Joey, Joey too. You know, like he was a uh, one year there. I was facing the, the Western Fed, you know, and I and I finished off really strong. I think I won a uh, three fifty. Then I won uh, the Tobas Smash four hundred over an hour. Then I got second and third in the five hundred, and I won the six hundred. So Joey came to see me, and he said, "Frank, gosh, he's a nice cock of that blue bar pearly icon." And I said, look, do you like him? He goes, yeah. I said, take him, you know. He was one of my most consistent cops. And he bed a lot of fit plays out of it. He done really well. You know? And he, he let me know. You know, he goes, Frank, that was a, he's a top pigeon, you know. Like, like and, um, you know, like, look, and like I said, I've never once, young blokes come down and I give, I've never really sold pigeons. I give, a lot of time I give people pigeons, you know. And even like, a few blokes come to sale. I said, look, if I can help you, I'm not racing next year. I'll beat them for youngsters and help them out, you know, like. Uh, look, sometime, you know, we all go up and down in life and, and, and to me, like, it's a little bit down at the moment. That's why I decided to have a sale, you know, not because, and, and they'll be quality birds. I'm not putting rubbish. They'll be all my best ones at the end of the race. The, the numbers are there. There'll be fit winners. There'll be, there was a fed winner that I won in the Western Fed a few years ago where I think it was over 2,600 birds and it was, I was shortest flyer and I still won the fed and I'll be put telling. And he was surprised I won it where I was, you know. But, uh, so, you know, so that, Cock will be in there. He's a blue bar cock. He's a nice wow. cock. He's one of my mates. And, and, and you know, I got a lot of respect for anyway. I got a lot of respect for him because oh, he's still a good flyer. You know, like I think, I think at the end of the day, you know, look, you got to respect people that they're good flies. Yeah. They just do that better thing than you. You know, and I, yeah. I, I never blame the birds. I blame myself if not doing well. You know. So tell but, us um, the date of the sale is the second of October. That's yeah, a Sunday. Yeah, yeah, it'll be at a Sunday, 2nd of October. Look, the uh, view will be at 12 and it'll start at 2. 
and um, look, I'll have a barbecue there, and you know, we'll have a few. You know, I get a few people. We'll have a few people down all that. They can have a look at these birds and see what they think of them. And, and look, I normally, you know, I haven't sold. This would be the most of it. I will put my main Harris, all my and people that know me, I'm pretty honest like that. I don't put shit in. I'm, I'm going to put all the main birds that I got there. I'll put some really good stock birds that proven pigeons, yeah. and um, and I'll have some good quality birds. So people, I want them the next few years. I want to say, in fact, that was off Frank, you know, and I, <laughs> and, and I I enjoy that more than sometimes. If somebody does well, yeah. I enjoy that more than uh, you know than winning the Fed. Sometimes look, I one year there I had Lee Wiley, Jim Gillespie, and I had Anthony Cox one year, right? Yeah. I gave him I gave him the bird each, right? And and what's funny was we we hit a three fifty. It was a hard one that week. I think the Western Fed held their birds back and Union raced and they thought they were silly, but they, they had the produce on, so they raced it. Anyway, Anthony Cox, he lived in Wandong, you know, and he goes, Frank, Frank, yes, I've just won a fed with your bird. And I thought, good on you, Anthony. It was his first, he's only won that one fed, but he, he was wrapped to the world. And I, and I was a bit crooked there that night, and I, I thought, well, good on you, you know, and he was so happy, right? I get to work Monday morning, Lee Wiley rings me. He goes, Frank, I just won the... The something uh, was one of was special race in the three fifty, and I might have been a prog. I can't remember what it was. Was one of them anyway. And, he, and on a Monday, he he won with the same sort of off another brother of that yeah. pigeon, you know. And yeah. um, and then like the, not long after, Jim Gillespie recently. He it was a strong northerly. He won by miles, and he won a fed. He found where he lived, you know, and he won. A, he was a short fly, and he won a fed. So yeah. there was, you know, everyone that I was sort of healthy, you know, they sort of done well, and that's why I think these birds have got a bit of respect in that way because I know that when I give someone a bird, I want them to do well because mm. I don't want people... Then I think there was Ange Keys there once, I gave him a handy one of 500, you know, and a double fed, you know, like, mm. um, you know, I can remember so many people won 500, 400, 350, you know, they're... they're They've been good birds all around, you know, yeah. and I think uh, Judd Anaro, he's done fantastically well. I mean, uh, the two-birder hen, for instance, you know, that was off the, my tame hen, off the, the old Crystal Icock, the old Harrison stuff, crossed with Bionic blood, you know, was one of Bionic's brothers and, and produced the two-birder hen and produced his main foundation loft, you know. Yeah. So there hasn't, been, there hasn't been many flies. I think they haven't done bad with them, and I think people respect me for that because I try to help people out. That's the difference, you know. Mm. Now, the catalogue, when is that going to be coming? Yeah, yeah, well, look, I'll be, I'll be after this week because, like I said, I'm, I'm, I've got the special ring race. There's all good special ring, good birds in there, and then I'm, I'm, I'm going to race that race just on Sunday after that. They're all going, I'm, I'm getting it ready, and they'll all go in there, all the main birds that flew mm. well. that they're, 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 A lot of them are closely related, mm. so they'll make good crosses, you know, like if somebody wants a bird to cross with a whatever, you know, you got at home, mm. and, and definitely they, they seem to click straight away. Look, I, I had, um, what's his name, uh, Frank Briffa, you know, he gave me a Herman Cock and a Herman Hinn, and I put them across the mouth, both of them bred over six, seven places each already, both pairs, you know, like they just seem to click with any sort mm. of crosses you put them in with, right, mm. and, uh, and so they're, they're, good, they're good quality birds, you know, like, mm. I mean, uh, I tried them, like I said, Wyndham VHA showed how their special race at last one, I had 50 been in the race, and I've got 13. There was Blake's, uh, I've been in the Western Fed England, and never, half some of them seen a feather, you know, so, mm. uh, so for the birds to do that sort of thing, means that they've got something special, you know, like, mm. they got that guts to keep coming. That's, that's what you want in racing, because we get in these hard races, we're losing a lot of birds, mm. and a lot of people lose them, and you think, well, I've lost all those pigeons, but sometimes just you need the type that just... Mm can do it, you know, they're, they're different little athletes, you know, they're, they're, mm. they're different structures, you know, they're, they're 
built for it, you know. And, and oh. if you haven't got that type, you let yourself down. You go home, nothing worse than not having a bird in the club, you know. Oh. Now, what about if somebody is listening to us from other states in Australia, are you going to accept, like, telephone bids or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, look, if they, if they want to do that, they can, you know. If they're really, look, if they're really stuck and, and they can't get one in the auction, you know, they can ring me and I can even help them out, you know. Like, like, like I said, I'm not racing next year. I'm going to have a year off. I want to fix up the loft I'm, I'm because I'm reducing the loft down. I'm getting a bit older now. I just want to keep a small loft. Uh, when i got a small amount of pins, I fly really well. So I, I want to sort of, do that again and uh, as a kid I used to race you know even as when I first in the union I won the average by miles I won a lot of money and, and I only had 43 birds you know and oh. so when I race like that I'm more dangerous because the birds are really fit and they can take the work uh, so I want to go back in the whole system where you know you keep about 70 80 birds and once you get down to a 40 50 those birds you know I'm upside down you know oh. and I think that's why I was so good in the pools years ago they used to th- thought I was cheap because I was winning pools all the time and winning <laughs> beds and and um, you know People get to be funny when you pick the birds so good, you know. Yeah. But uh, look, look, I, I think, you know, uh, being a good flyer, it's getting to know your birds in the loft 100% and you know exactly what their ability is. Mm. It's like the football side, you know. And if they, if, if you've got them really fit, they'll do well. It's exactly the same. If you can read them like a book, well, you're gonna you're gonna win races, you know. Yeah. That's and, and and tame, you know. Like you know, when you can go in the loft and birds will come, will kiss your ears and come over you, and you know, you start to do that sort of thing, you know, birds then you're on the right track, you know. Mm. No, that's fantastic, mate. All right, well, yeah. it's the second of yeah, October yeah, at the VRP yeah. rooms, and the yeah. viewing is at from twelve o'clock. Did you say from twelve o'clock? Yeah, yeah. We'll have a barbie then, have drinks and all that. So, yeah, so people are welcome. Just have a look. You know, they don't have to buy them, but have a look and um, and see what they think of them. You know, and that's yeah, the and I'll just say um, it, if, you know? if some of the, the interstate people want to get in touch with you, do you want yeah, to? Get if your... they want to get in touch, ring me up. You know, and if they want a sort of a bird, I think that you know it's a top bird. I can suggest. Just to him, I can get you know one of the boys to put a bid for him if they want, and yeah. we can work something out. You know, no worries. Do you no want to give no problem? Do you want to give out your number or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get my number zero four double one six nine five four one five. All right, Frank. Good Frank. on you, mate. And uh, no worries, we'll mate. see you at your auction on the 2nd of October. Thanks, see you later, Frank. Thanks, Thanks, Frank. 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 Thanks, Thanks, Frank. Thanks, Machines and a little 
Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM sponsor. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. (laughs) 
88.3 Southern FM. On air and online via the free Community Radio Plus app. Download it now from the App Store or Google Play. And right now, we have to break for the Southern FM National Radio News. And we'll be back with more of the original and only devoted Racing Pigeon Radio show in the world, Pigeon Radio Australia, after the news. And we've got a lot more interesting stuff. We're going to dig the archives and we've got some uh, race results that we didn't catch up with last week. And so we'll catch you after the Southern FM National Radio News or here on Pigeon Radio Australia. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. You're tuned to this great community radio station, 88.3 Southern FM, and we're the sounds of the Bayside. And you're listening to the original and only devoted Racing Pigeon radio show in the entire world, and that's Pigeon Radio Australia at pigeonmedia.com.au and Southern FM is southernfm.com.au. And uh, last week we missed out on some uh, race results from around Australia, so let's catch up with what we missed out last week here on Pigeon Radio Australia. On the line for Pigeon Radio Australia from Ballarat and the Central Highlands Pigeon Combine, we have our good friend Mr Aaron McKay. Hello Aaron and welcome back to Pigeon Radio Australia. G'day guys, how you going? Yeah, good, good, good mate. mate, good, good. You've got some results. You had the uh, great Ballarat race that's been in, in Ballarat for generations now, the Eureka Cup. Yeah, we've had a uh, busy couple of weeks, guys. We've had the Eureka Cup we've, uh, last week. We've had the CHPC Classic last week. Mm. And we've had the Breeders' Plate race this weekend. So we've had some big races in oh, the last excellent. few weeks. Excellent. Well, let's go with some results from those great races. Okay, so the Eureka Cup last week, we raced on the Sunday from Coomba. Yep. Uh, Eureka Cup's the open race, open to um, anyone 200 miles from the Liberation Point. Mm-hmm. So you got to be 200 miles or further. So uh, my very good mate, uh, Barry Marshall, cleaned it up. Uh, absolute gun flyer. Well done. Ten hours, ten hours on the wing, uh, velocity of 912. He's taken out first prize uh, again. Which uh, is? Fantastic to see. And what was uh, the first prize this yeah. year? Uh, $4,000. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, then myself, I got second in that oh. race. <laughs> hey, well done, Aaron. Uh, me and Barry, we toss together, we train together, we do everything. We uh, very, we're best of mates. So that was awesome. Aaron, so I finished up second. You got to be careful and how you say. You very toss good together. mate of mine in Melbourne, Johnny McCook. He got third. Hey, well done, Johnny. Uh, yeah. John's another hundred kilometres. So he's over four hundred miles. To him into a headwind. Jeez. He actually clocked in the dark at seven fifty in the dark. Yeah, so How's that? That, that's that is a good pigeon. That was a good pigeon. Twelve hours, ten minutes on the wing, um, clocking in third, mm. and then I ended up getting fourth myself up here. Well so done, mate. There was only five birds on the day. Barry Leonard had the fifth one. 
Jeez. So it was a really tough race, mate. Five birds on the day, and they were the first five. Mm. Um, so that was the Eureka Cup. Yeah. And then we also had the um, last week was the CHPC Classic, uh, which was from Mildura. They went up on the Sunday. Uh-huh. And Maribyrn fly Bill Patton, uh, absolute gun flyer. Uh, Bill Patton finished first and second. Um, Steve Jockey from Geelong finished third. Uh-huh. And myself fourth. And Johnny McCook in Melbourne again fifth. Well done. Oh, well so done. Johnny was up there. Every every money race he seems to be up always there. up there, mate. Well is, is, that, is that good of a flyer? And then... Uh, we also had this week was our Breeders' Plate race, uh-huh. so which was yesterday. Um, let me go to the results of the Breeders' Plate. Which, yeah. So we had uh, uh, Johnny McCook, first and second nice. in Melbourne, being the longest flyer. Again, clocked in the dark, two yeah. pigeons together. At 6.50 last night. Jeez, he likes talking uh, in the dark, that boy. Oh, mate, he's a champion flyer, this guy. He That's really awesome. is. That's awesome. Uh, he's taken out first and second. We had Barry Marshall, third, fourth, and fifth. Oh, jeez. So, uh, there was only the five birds on the day. Johnny McCook had two, and Barry Marshall in Ballarat had three. Jeez. Good on him. So, well done, boys. Yeah, and this morning, Johnny McCook clocked in. He ended up getting sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth. He, oh. had, him, he had him at his loft at nine minutes past six this morning. So yeah. they weren't far away. They were, they were right on the doorstep, weren't they? Yeah, oh, they were they probably next door neighbour's roof. Jesus. Yeah, absolute champion oh, fly, good, mate. Good fly, good fly. Oh. And not only that, um, Johnny's a very, very good mate of mine, and he also finished second in the Greater Melbourne race yesterday in the oh. in the fed. He missed out by six seconds, so he's got his birds in real good form. He sure has, yeah, especially when form. it's uh, when he races. Now, yeah. this um, Central Highlands Pigeon Combine Breeders' Plate, how does it work? So I can so see that you've got some <clears throat> Greater Melbourne flyers there and you've got Johnny McCook all the way down there. Um, yeah, look, it's open to, open to everybody more than 200 kilometres, so it's uh, 60% flyer, 40% breeder. Mm-hmm. You put your own in, buy your own back. You get the four hundred percent. It's open everywhere. We had guys. Um, I think there's a someone Frost maybe from the VPO. They were in it. No Frost from WPF. Melton. WPF. They yeah. were in it. Um, there was a few other guys in the Greater Melbourne. They were in it. Um, it's just getting bigger and bigger every year, guys. So. So um, you, do you have a sales or? How yes, does it yeah, work? we have two sales. Yeah. And how it works is if you put two birds in the sale. You're allowed to nominate five birds at the end of Jennifer March or April. You can nominate five birds at forty dollars a bird if you put two in the sale. Okay. Okay. We have two sales, so if you put two in each sale, you can nominate <laughs> ten birds at forty dollars each. Gee, it would be a good thing to get uh, people up there from Melbourne up there when you have the sales and make it a big event. 100%, guys. Look, we'll advertise it again this year. It's mm. getting bigger and bigger every year. This mm. year alone, first prize was, I think, five uh, $5,400. Second prize was $2,700. Third prize was $1,700. And paid down to five prizes. So mm. it is getting big and it's getting better every year. Oh, well. Every year. So it'll be well advertised again this year. And hopefully we get more support from guys. It's been one in Melbourne now the last two years. John McCook's won the 
on the both of them. Mm. So he's taking money from us fellow blokes, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when it comes to advertising, you can you're more than welcome to do it on here too, yeah? Yeah. Radio. No worries. Thanks very much, yeah. guys. Appreciate that. No, okay. and I'd like to know because I'll probably come and put a couple of birds in myself. Yeah, yeah, no, it's always good, mate. It's mm. uh, look, there was quite a few different people's birds clocked this year. Um, as I said, me and John are good mates, and um, John clocked one of mine was with his, so mm. that was awesome. And uh, Barry Marshall clocked one of Rodney Main's, mm. um, nominated one of Rod Churchill's, and clocked that. So very good mix. So of when the birds are sold, if someone in Ballarat buys the pigeons, is actually flown under the person's name that actually donated the pigeon. It'll be it'll be flown under the fly's name, but as a breeder, will be you. If oh, okay. You send it up, so you'll right. get the forty percent for the breeder, yeah, and the flyer will get the sixty percent for the flyer. All right. But if you bring it up and you buy and you win, you get the whole hundred percent, mate. Excellent. All right. Yeah, that's very good. very good race. Okay, so we'll be staying tuned to you and uh, to see when the dates are of the sales. That'll be good. We'll do usually in. Uh, Mid-December, the first one, uh-huh. um, and then towards the end of January, early February will be the second one, but I'll, I'll keep this all posted. Yeah, guys. keep us posted because I'll I reckon we can get a few few people up there in Ballarat. We have a day in Ballarat. That'd yeah, look, good. free barbecue lunch, mate. It's always a good turnout. Always great people up here. Yeah. Like I said, it's getting bigger and bigger, and it's usually a really good day. Uh, and Ballarat Combine, very nice people and very hospitable, and uh, you'll have fun if you go up to Ballarat, I guarantee you. Yeah, we have a ball, mate. Yeah, so I know we, you all, do. <laughs> we also had our main combine race yesterday. Yep. They went up an hour before the breeders plate birds, so they went up at uh, eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, the weather came in a little bit of drizzle as soon as we put them up. So oh, they were still there thirty minutes later, which is never a good sign, as we all know. No. Uh, it turned out to be a very hard race as well. Uh, the winner was Dennis Steele. Dennis oh, Steele. good on him. He, well yeah, very good. Look, Dennis is 74, no, 82 years old, I think he is. 82. So Dennis oh. come home with the chocolates for first combine. Dennis Steele. Brian Meany was second, second combine. And I ended up getting third combine oh, myself. So I, was, you, I was happy with that. Your birds are doing all right at the moment. Yeah, they're, they're around the mark, mate. They're just not quite quick enough, but yeah. they're around the mark. Yeah. Right? We've got a long way to go, so yeah, I'm looking yeah, forward to it. Yeah, you've got your long-distance one coming up, and, yeah, that'll be interesting yes. as well. What race yes. have you got this weekend? What, is, what have you got? What, where are you? Uh, this, next weekend we're up at a um, place called Cockburn, which is near Broken Hill. So we've got two races next weekend, a five-birder and the main race. Okay. And then the following weekend we've got the big one, mate, the Victorian Open Pigeon Race from Knockhunter in Queensland. Make sure you remind us, yeah, the Sunday Prior, yes. yeah? Yes. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, did you put one in? Because I know Angelina put five in. Did you did put you? some in? No. <laughs> yeah, guys, oh, one of the big kahunas down there. We'll see, we'll come see, we'll on. see. Next year, next year. Me and Maddie, we've got, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're having a bit of a, bit of a, uh, what's the word? Uh, yeah, jeez. Quinella. Yeah, no, not Quinella. <laughs> what? We're just we're stirring each other up, you know. Oh, like, okay, well, yeah. he's got something yeah, you've got to stir versus, um, Yeah, we're just stirring each other up. You're not going to get it. one. He's going, you're not going to get one. You're not going, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, we'll All see, right, we'll also, see. guys, I'd love to congratulate Matt on winning the WPFed, mate. Matt's mm. a, um, he's an awesome guy. He's another really good mate of mine. Well mm. done to him. Yeah, good on him. Yeah, yeah. Well yeah. Him. he was on the program prior to you, and uh, yeah, yeah. He, he gave you a good rap too, mate. Actually, he did. Oh, yeah. He's a very good mate of mine, Matt. Yeah, 
Very good, mate. Yeah. Mm. He's a good man. So, Very good man. Yeah, he is. Lovely guy. And hope he does well in the in the 700. There's going to be a, probably, a, probably a slab on it between him and Joe, I reckon. Oh, mate, I've got no hope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've never raced that long, but that's why I want to start racing them. You know what I mean? Mm. But yeah. uh, hey, you got to be in it to win it. You got to try. Yeah. You got to try your birds. You got to try the birds. True, true. true. So, 100%. Yeah. But anyway, mate, thank you very much. Yeah. That's all right. No worries. And we'll mate. talk to you next week, champion. Yeah. Good on you, fellas. No worries. No worries. Right, Thanks, buddy. mate. See ya. See ya. Southern FM. On the line for Pigeon Radio Australia, we have our Queensland Racing Pigeon Federation correspondent, and that's Mr. Kieran Malone, who's got some results for us from the great Sunshine State in Queensland. Hello, Kieran, and uh, welcome to Pigeon Radio Australia once again. Hey, how you going, boys and girls and fellow fanciers? G'day, mate. Um, how are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no uh, problem. You're welcome. What's so, happening in the Sunshine State, mate? Oh, heaps. Uh, we raced Morven last uh, this weekend. When was it? Yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful day for the birds. Uh, Morven's about six hundred kilometres west of Brisbane. Yeah. Uh, the release. So uh, there was three. Ra- there was sort of three races. There was the main race, which included uh, the ring 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 race, the QPF ring race, and then there was this uh, young bird derby release seven thirty. So they were, the main pack released at seven o'clock, and they, according to the release thing, they they cleared in a minute. Uh, the winner for that one, there was sixty six flies, seven hundred and thirty two birds. Winner was Tornado Lofts down at Logan. All right, well done. Um, Robbie Slack was second. Uh, Smith Double W and S was third. Craig Porter was fourth. Elliot Williams fifth and Ray's Lofts sixth. Ron Had- Rod Hadley seventh, and I'll just get you the other couple. Just up to ten. So there was Ian Catchell eighth, Sean Elliott ninth, and John Knightley's tenth. Oh, fantastic, good on, very good, well in, done. In, in our north section here, the first one was Joey Reeves. I'm not sure where he. And, oh, he was eleventh in the overall fed, and then Mick DeBono, then myself. Oh, good. That was that one. Excellent. So you had a good one as well. Well, oh, I had, I, well yeah, done, not, not, yeah, down the list. I think I ended up 13th or so. Oh, right. 14th. Yep. Oh, whatever. What was it? No, sorry, 16th. Yeah, very good. Excellent. But um, the good thing for me was I got I got me 12 out of 12 from the flock and 5 out of 5 from oh, the 5 good. birder. That's and good sort of in pretty quick. Excellent. I like that. Must be the eye pigeon clock that does that. What? Yeah, they <laughs> must have a magnet in it or something. <laughs> race home to it now. Oh, you're funny. Um, the other one was a five-bird futurity, young bird futurity, I think it's, yeah, is that what I said it was before? There yeah. was 205 birds, 50 flyers, and Mango Hill Lofts won that. Oh, good. And Sprague and Sons was second. Smith, WNS, he was pretty well up there on both, wasn't he? Mm, good so, on him. Um, and then Toomey and then Porter, they were the top five. I won't go any further down the list for them. No worries. No worries, mate. All right, well, we'll, we'll catch and, up with um, yeah. There was another one, the ring race. So Slack, oh, the okay, ring race. Robbie Slack won. He took all the money, I think. He got first and second, and then Rod Hadley third and fourth. So oh, gee. that was the first. And the fifth one was Ray's Aldrin. He's, very, he's yeah, racing that's, that's, very um, well, that Ray's Aldrin, isn't he? Yeah, he seems to be, yeah. yeah he's there, always there up a, in the um, top ten. He's always up in the top ten, I've noticed. Yeah, that's good, yeah. Mm, no, that's and, fantastic. Um, it was a good introduction for the uh, – this week we, we go to Quilpie on Thursday night. Uh, yep. Corpy's our long, one of our longer ones, 500 mile, 800 or 900 kilometres, 890 kilometres, something like that. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, so I think uh, the ones that will go to Quilpie are probably the ones that went the week before. We oh. had a bit of a harder more than then. Um, but it looks like they shouldn't have too much of a uh, too much difficulty in flying the one oh. on the next weekend. So we're looking forward to that because they're the ones that I'm always interested in. Yeah. Quilpie's usually just on the day or early next day, but this time I think they'll be on the day, the oh. way the weather is. No, nice that's yeah. good. Ivan, is it hey, these guys that are How are you guys in? going? Is that... Um, Still flying well down there? Yeah, we're flying all right, except the, the weather's a little bit against us down here in the eastern states, as you can see by the, yes. by the weather. We're having some terrible weather at the moment, and it's not easy for our yep. liberators and the people that are, you know, making decisions to let the birds up. You're sort of confused. I think the Weather Bureau's confused themselves as well. The VPO made a good decision. <laughs> yeah, you weekend. did. Yeah, you yeah. did. I must give going you that. Up, yep. Going up Sunday. We did it. Yeah. They cancelled the Saturday and went up Sunday. They held them over, yeah, okay, because the yes. weather was yep. not very good up there in the north. So, okay. uh, yeah, and that was a good decision made. But it's not easy. It's mm, not no. easy at well, the moment last, with this last weather. Week, like leading up to this, I think we had rain on Friday. Fair, fair skit went through, but then it was beautiful Saturday morning, as mm. it normally is after that. Mm. It was just a beautiful You guys day, are Saturday. lucky then because what's happening here is the opposite. It's nice during the week, and <laughs> then when come the weekend you want to race, you can't because the weather's not very suitable. Yeah, yep. Uh, so, anyway. Well, you can only do what you can do. You can only do what you can do. That's right. Are you guys racing uh, Tasmania? Is it there? Are they? No, no, that's oh, no, it's it's Sydney. Oh, it's Sydney, is it? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, Sydney. <laughs> trying to work out who it was that's <laughs> racing Tassie. No, Sydney, Sydney. It is Sydney. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right, mate, thanks very much for the information and we'll catch up with you again next week, mate. Yeah, look, thanks for having me and all the best to all the flyers. No Thank worries, you very mate. much, mate. Thanks, Take mate. care. And here's the Black Sorrows on uh, Pigeon Radio Australia 88.3 Southern FM and a song entitled Better Times. As the evening song comes sailing down I see another golden age dying And outside in the city streets A Christian soul is singing words of warning So many things been going down Sometimes I feel like I'm overlast Cause we're living in this stormy world and the tides of love seem to be unwinding When there's nothing left to hold on to And there's no one there to comfort you
Joe Camilleri here from the Black Sorrows and you're listening to 88.3 Southern FM. Yellow Drops is now available in Australia and distributed by Natural Pigeon Products. The authentic Yellow Drops is a product used by the great champions in pigeon racing for decades. They eliminate almost instantaneously, naturally, the fungi, trichomonas and bacteria existing in the upper digestive and respiratory system. To order your Yellow Drops now, call Natural Pigeon Products on 035 or pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM sponsor Your one-stop produce and farming supplies Tara Meat We get racing pigeons racing horses racing cattle and poultry feeding All racing pigeon products and supplements available We also have live poultry sales Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies 1227 Holden Road Tulin Vale Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340 551. 
Southern FM sponsor. Flyright is a nutritional balancer product designed to assist racing pigeons to reach their racing capability and potential. Flyright contains a number of natural ingredients such as prebiotics, herb extracts, oregano, yeast functional fibers designed to increase the number of favorable microflora within the gastrointestinal tract. Flyright is a natural physical barrier to pathogens. Order your Flyright now at appliednutrition.com.au or phone us on 07-320-6568. Southern FM sponsor. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM sponsor. What you hear on Community Radio is governed by the Community Broadcasting Codes of Practice. The Codes of Practice cover matters relating to program content that are of concern to the community, including local content, news, current affairs, Australian music content, programs for children, and the responsibilities associated with broadcasting to the community. They also cover aspects such as community access and participation in the operation of this service. Copies of the codes are available from the Community Broadcasting Association website www.cbaa.org.au Hi, I'm Stephanie Bendixson, Dementia Australia Ambassador. When you or someone you love is diagnosed with dementia, it can be a little overwhelming. What are the symptoms? What treatments are available? How do you access services and support? Fortunately, the answers are in the Dementia Guide audiobook. It gives you the expert, up-to-date information you need to live or care for someone with dementia. It's free and accessible. Get the Dementia Guide from the Dementia Australia website now. Do you like gardening, flora and fauna? If the answer is yes, why not tune into Molly's Blooming Hour every Saturday starting at 4pm. You'll be treated to a plethora of interviews with gardening experts and celebrities, as well as plenty of garden tips, gardening events and easy listening hit music. Whatever your interests in nature may be, you're sure to find something you love on the show. So make yourself a cup of tea or perhaps something a little bit stronger. Sit back on the porch in your garden and enjoy Molly's Blooming Hour. Hi, I'm Peter Tollich. Join me every Tuesday at 4pm for the Music Director Program. Two hours of the newest music from Australia and from around the world. I play all genres of music from Americana to Zydeco with a heavy emphasis on Aussie music. So if you like it new like I do and want to stay up to date, lock in 4pm every Tuesday for the Music Director Program. 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside.
You're tuned to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, and you're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. On the line from Tasmania, we have our Tasmanian correspondent, Mr. Jeff Hennessy, with the results from the Tasmanian Pigeon Federation. Hello, Jeff. How are you? Welcome back to Pigeon Radio Australia. Hello. How are you, boys? Yeah, good, mate. Good. G'day, mate. How are you going, Jeff? Good, thanks, bro. That's the way, buddy. That's the way. What's the weather like your way? Um... Cold. Cold. Windy. Oh. Cold and windy. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> cover up, mate, cover up. Put, yeah. a, put an extra pair of jocks on. So as a result of that, we didn't fly this weekend. However, back to last weekend, I'll give you the top six results, and that was um, from our toner again, another another hard day. Mm-hmm. Um, not many birds on the day, but the good ones come through. So um, we'll go from six, Jeremy Bracken, LRPS, in sixth place, Tony Rigby. Perth Pigeon Club, he came in fifth. Bogan Lofts came in fourth and third. That's Ricky from last week, you see. He's come in fourth and third. Vic Ron Lofts and then Tony Rigby again to first place with a fly time of um, seven hours and four minutes for a distance of 463k. So, yeah, pretty good day well for done. him. Well done, well done. Hmm. Very good. I think, uh, Ivan, I think that's Jamie Rigby's dad. Yeah, that is Jamie Rigby's dad. Yeah, that's no, right. it's his uncle. Uncle, uncle. Oh, it's uncle, is uncle. it? Uncle, all right. He's, it, no, his father, his father plies as well in the Perth club. Oh, um, right. Which is Lind- Linden, but this guy's Tony. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, too good, mate. Good too result. good. Very so good. what's the plans for next week? Is, is the weather looking good or not? Oh, listen, mate, she's damage control. They've had a meeting this weekend, uh-huh. business level, to see what we can come up with in respect of losses, and that's not just bird losses, that's fed losses, um, because bird, people are dropping numbers, and with the birds are sent across and we're going backwards. So uh-huh. uh, there's been a new roster drawn up. Today, I've only had a glance at it, so I can't really speak on it much yet, but, um, yeah. yeah. Because I know that some of the Melbourne federations are looking at it, racing Tassie the week, next week, the week after. So what what's, what, what do you think the weather's going to be up there? You, you, oh, there, well, you know the best. Yeah, I, I'd imagine. I'd imagine. No, I'll get them because it's been southwesterly, southerlies and southwesterlies a couple of months. Mm. Now, that's been a problem for us, you see. Yeah. Headwinds. Yeah. For the other guys going back, I don't see it being such an issue. Now, there was a, a Melbourne release here a fortnight or so ago. Mm. How did that go? Do you know how that went? From uh, Melbourne, uh, from here back to Melbourne? Who raced that one? More Federation? Um, oh, I don't know, mate. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Melbourne, maybe? I don't know. Mm. We'll find okay. out and let you know, mate. Yeah. I, I'd appreciate it because I've had people ask me. Mm. I've looked at that one from. Um, uh, I think it was Ballarat, was it? Ballarat, yeah, Ballarat raced. Tassie. Uh, we'll ask Aaron yeah, when we speak what, to him what later. What about Ballarat? That that race that they're planning from Southern Tasmania 
back to Sydney a thousand k's, yeah, completely goes over every one of our heads here. I mean, <laughs> this is they're, they're letting them go from. It's easier to get a bird from Melbourne than what it is to get them out of Hobart. That's a fact. So there's a falcon every, you know, so often. Mm. And they've found that out since they put the trackers on the birds, don't worry. Mm. But um, they're letting them go behind Mount Wellington to start with. Yeah. Um, and I think, that's, I think that's tomorrow, isn't it, Monday? I think I'll, Monday? Well, when we talk to the Sydney fellas, I'll ask them. Yeah. 150. I'm talking to them. Yeah. Yeah, 150 birds. Jeez. Interesting, so, um, interesting. Yeah. That is interesting. Yeah, yeah but I've, I've been looking at the weather on the Bass Strait. It doesn't look too good at the moment. Yeah. Birds mm. going back that way, is it? Yeah. Mm. All right, then. All right, Mate, then you have a great night. You have a great night, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week, buddy. All right? Okay. See you, fellas. Hey, see you, see you later, later, pal. Bye bye. bye. Return to Tassie Your Tassie is where you're from You sneak off like a tiger But you come back You sail around the world to See the other side But all the travelling you've done To get away Just brings you home You come back To Tassie you come back don't deny it, you couldn't stay away You come back to Tassie, you come back To your little home in Liffey, yippee The golden hills of Swansea Cradle in the sky The wild where the Franklin River roars Or is it the little towns The friendliest in the world Or the memories of the good old folks That bring you home Cause you come back To Tassie you come back don't deny it, you couldn't stay away You come back, to Tassie you come back To your little home in Diffie-Yippie-Yay Return to Tassie If Tassie is where you're from You sneak off like a tiger But you come back You sail around the world To see the other side But all the travelling you've done To get away Just brings you home You come back To Tassie you come back don't deny it, you couldn't stay away. You come back to Tassie.
Yellow Drops is now available in Australia and distributed by Natural Pigeon Products. The authentic Yellow Drops is a product used by the great champions in pigeon racing for decades. They eliminate almost instantaneously, naturally, the fungi, trichomonas and bacteria existing in the upper digestive and respiratory system. To order your Yellow Drops now, call Natural Pigeon Products on 035 998 or pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM sponsor Your one-stop produce and farming supplies Tara Mead. We get racing pigeons racing Horses racing Cattle and poultry feeding All racing pigeon products and supplements Available We also have live poultry sales Tara Mead stock feed and farming supplies 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale Open 7 days a week Telephone Peter on 0484-340-551. Southern FM sponsor. Flyright is a nutritional balancer product designed to assist racing pigeons to reach their racing capability and potential. Flyright contains a number of natural ingredients such as prebiotics, herb extracts, oregano, yeast functional fibers designed to increase the number of favorable microflora within the gastrointestinal tract. Flyright is a natural physical barrier to pathogens. Order your Flyright now at appliednutrition.com.au or phone us on 0732062568. Southern FM sponsor. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM Sponsor. Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM Sponsor. Like shocks shooting through your body. This is how some people describe their shingles pain. While in most cases it resolves on its own and most people recover fully, complications of shingles can impact your life and daily activities. Up to 99.5% of older adults already have the virus that can cause shingles. Shingles is most common in people 50 years and older. And up to one in three people risk developing shingles in their lifetime. So talk to your doctor about shingles today. Hi, this is Russell Morris. Support ACT is an established registered charity assisting those in the music industry suffering hardship through illness or injury. If music has enriched your life, spare a thought for the many entertainers, writers and crew who are growing older and now facing hard times. Support ACT needs your support. Please donate and learn more at supportact.org.au. 
Želite li okusiti Hrvatsku? Ugodite Hrvatskom glasu. S Maricom Čok. Hrvatska glazba. Vijesti i čet. Svakog ponedjeljka od 22 do 3 sata. Upravo ovdje. Na 88.3 Južna FM. Zvukovi uz obalu. Monday is from 10pm to 3am. Tune in to Croatian Voice with Marica Čok. A taste of Croatia with Croatian music, news and chat. Right here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world, musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Listening to Pigeon Radio Australia here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And you can find Southern FM at southernfm.com.au. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I've been digging through the archives of Pigeon Radio Australia and um, I found something very interesting from 2014, December in 2014 with uh, one of our first radio programs. Uh, we were at uh, 3NRG in Sunbury back then, and uh, I found an interesting segment when Joe Angelino was on Pigeon Radio Australia for the very first time, talking about his group, which had back then in 2014, listen to this, 400 members, and uh, it was going up to like uh, thousands of members and uh, he was chatting about his uh, group Pigeon Fanciers Australia on Pigeon Radio Australia and this was the very first segment Mr Joe Angelino did back in 2014 on Pigeon Radio Australia. Let's have a listen to that. And now what I want to talk about next is Mr Joe Angelino who's got a forum on Facebook. Yeah. Now, I've been around looking at all these forums on the internet, like everywhere, not just on Facebook. But you get around, mate, do you? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> anyway, I've been around looking at all these forums. Now, your forum, out of all the forums on the internet, has got the most members. Well, at the moment, we've got uh, 4,632. I've still got another two, 200 and something members to add. Much That's, time to do it, no, you? Because no. you've been helping me. That's and, right. It's not easy. No. So, um... Yeah. So you've got another 300, so... Well, close, just under 300, yeah. That's, like, that's only well, 5,000 members well, you're going to have. Well, it's getting there. It's getting there, and it's fantastic, yeah. So how long have you been running? How did it start, first of all? Well, I was talking... Me, there, was a, there was a pigeon flyer, his name's Matt Chancho. Uh, oh, yeah, I know. You know Matty? Yeah, I know. Him and his dad, they flew 
is flew pigeons and very good WPF, players. Yeah. Isn't it? Correct, that's Correct. one. Yeah. And we were just talking, and um, one day, I, and, and we didn't think nothing of it. We're laying down in bed, me and we're laying down, and um, uh, I said, to her, let's let's do this, you know. So she got, grabbed her iPad. How long ago was this? This was two and a half years ago. Okay, two and a half years ago. Yeah, she's grabbed the iPad. And yeah, we started up. She grabbed the iPad and opened the group. Yeah, opened the group up. It was fantastic. Yeah. So, and then when you first started, how many members did you have when you first started? Well, when we first started, I think there was uh, about a hundred, pretty much straight away. Mm-hmm. It's amazing uh, how many people. Oh, the work gets around on oh, Facebook. Was- Facebook is actually the concept in Australia. We're ten years behind. Facebook has taken over in Europe and America and and other nations. It has, it but has. not here yet. Yeah, that's true. Pigeon flies are still sitting on outside forums. Yeah, okay. Right? Now, in Europe, that doesn't... All the outside forums have been closed down. So it's just Facebook. It's Facebook. That's unbelievable. That's it. Yeah. Facebook and Twitter, basically. Even the South African pigeon race, everything is on Facebook. Everything. Well, you can get everything from Facebook, you know? Well, you can. It's a forum. That's right. You can message people. If someone bothers you, you can block them, right? And the blocking thing on Facebook is excellent because... If you block someone or if they block you, you can't see them, they can't see you, so you can't hurt each other anymore. That's right. You don't right. hurt no one's feelings. Exactly that. Exactly. And coming to hurting feelings. Now, you've got rules on this forum, haven't you? Like when you started it, well, you, you started it not for people to go there and have a dig at anybody. Nah, you want it to exchange ideas well, and you welcome people from pigeon racing and fancy pigeons as well, yeah? All, yeah, that, that's exactly right. Mm. Yeah, fancy pigeons, racing pigeons, anyone, Any pigeon. anybody. Anything to do with pigeons, pigeons right? as I can see on the other day. If you post a topic here that's got nothing to do with pigeons, you said we're going to wipe it and get rid of you, yeah? Well, it's, well, we just want to talk about pigeons, yeah? That's yeah what fair it's enough. For. Well, it's that's pigeon. what it's for. It's so what's the group called if but, someone wants to look it up on Facebook and they're not a member of it? It's called Pigeon Fanciers Australia. Okay. Yeah. So now you've got nearly 5,000 members. Well, well when you yeah. add these 300, you yeah, will. Well, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's just phenomenal. It's, well, that's it's crazy. It's unreal. I mean, and to have um, so many people on there, there's really no arguments. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. No, I've noticed that. Yeah, there's no way. And if, and if there's. And if there is, we'll just stop to oh, it straight away. Quickly. Straight away. If there's. Um, she puts yeah. the woman's foot down. Oh, yeah, bang. she puts her foot down. <laughs> she got a rolling pin too? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, in the kitchen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it stays there. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, what's the rules of your forum, basically? So you just want people to go in there, discuss, you don't want nobody... Um, well, all, all we do, what we do... Yeah, it takes page, we, 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 I share. I love sharing a lot of videos, mm. video clips, mm. pigeon video clips, mm. um, stories. Mm. I love people... Um, the members post a lot of uh, photos of yeah, their pigeons. A lot yeah, of, I know, noticed that. No, uh, photos of their I put a loft. couple of things up yesterday. It's fantastic. And you I mean, just put a video up of us here, didn't you? That's what I sure did. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it's just awesome. People love... I could watch videos, clips all day. You know? Yeah, I've noticed that. You know, it's fa- <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's awesome. And, um, uh, you know, and we love to have a debate about certain yeah. things, which is good. There's not, nothing harm in having a, you know... No, you can have a debate, debate but, I mean, don't slag anybody no, off. No, 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 no. That's There's, what I mean. It, I, I don't like forums where people slag people no, off. No, that's not good. It's that's just, not good. I mean... What's the use, mate? If, if slag, somebody... Like, if you've got a problem with somebody, you can either contact them by phone, send them a text message, or private message them on any forum. Exactly. There's no need to slag them off in exactly. public. Exactly. Where everybody can, where everyone else can see it. Exactly. We don't, we don't need that. There's no need for that. So, no. um, the thing is, um, yeah, if any, if if anything like that does happen, we put a stop to it straight away. Mm. Bang. 
We don't need that. If you've, no. got, if you've got new... Well, that's good. If you've got new flies... Well, that explains why you've got nearly 5,000 members. Well, if you've got new members <laughs> that want to join or new flyers and mm. they see things like that, mm. you know, arguments or fighting or stupid things like that, then mm. um, unfortunately they, they, they don't want to join, you know? So, well, you must be doing something, doing something absolutely right because you've got nearly 5,000. Well, that's the, like the numbers speak for themselves. Well, she keeps a close eye on it for me. I can't get on it. We can't get on it every day. No, of course you know, not. The page actually, yeah... It's it's it'll get bigger. Well, it's going to get bigger, yeah. So it'll get bigger. I've I remember I was on a Croatian forum and it had five thousand members, and now it's got something like twenty five thousand members. Yeah, jeez. So there you go. <laughs> I've got another guy and um, Matt Chancho. He's an admin as well for me. Oh, so I've got a couple. So I've got a couple of people helping That's out. That's good because I can't be on it all. all nah, time, of course you know? not. And there's some smart aleck people that post things that they shouldn't. Well, so. that's it. But we get told straight away. We get inbox, we get phone calls. You know, look, this is what's going on. Bang, straight away. We're on it. We sort it. that, people are worried done. about it. Exactly, well, which is good. Because you're doing the right thing. Which is me. good. And and the women too, overseas, we've got, there's, there's one lady there. Mm. Um, oh, geez, what was her name again? Um... Uh, she she's awesome. She's little, right into the pigeons. Oh, uh, yeah, I think I know the one you're talking about. Jesus. Anyway, she. I don't forget the name. Yeah, yet. and you got Pauline Pace too. She's uh, you know. So you've got women on there. Pauline got, used to ring us on the radio ten years ago. Well, she Pauline, hasn't rang us yet. But, well, yeah. maybe she, you should ring today, Pauline. I know you're listening. We like it. Uh, we want the women's point of view in That's pigeon right. racing because I don't think there's enough women in our sport, honestly. Well, I think Carlene might uh, ring as well. I hope she does. Hmm. We'll see. Her. Well, our talkback number is if you want to send. That lady was named oh. Amy, AP Amy. Oh, she's, is it? She's from America, yeah. She's from America. America, yep. And she's she's chat, awesome. You chat to her a lot, don't yeah, you? Yeah, fair, fair bit. See, this is the beauty about Facebook. You're not you're not uh, restricted just to Australia. That's you, right. You're, you, like, people from other countries are coming in and having a look at what Australian pigeon flyers are doing and sharing their ideas as well. Just like we had Peter Maddock sharing his ideas from Europe, you Which know, what fantastic. he was doing. This is what we love. This is what, this is what us fanciers love. Mm to listen to other people's, you know, yeah. opinions and stuff on pigeon racing. That's mm. all we need. Mm, that's good. And, um, yeah, and what else happens on there? Well, um, yeah, apart from that, uh, yeah, just sharing, like I said, sharing videos. Um, I've noticed stories. a lot of people when they go on there and they ask it, like the one guy was asking the other day that what happens when you've got dead birds in the eggs and all that sort of thing and you didn't know what to do. That's right, yeah. And he put it up on your page. yes. And in a matter of, like, five minutes, there was, like, a hundred suggestions. Oh, people just respond <laughs> straight away. Straight away. Uh -huh. And the page also, if you want to um, sell, like, uh, units, pigeon mm. stuff, you know, anything. You, you can, can you put can, that you there. You can put yeah. ads on there. Um, I've bought a lot of stuff. Like, I've noticed when people ask for, pro, ask for advice, the advice is just enormous. That's straight away. People just respond, you know. It's enormous. It's, it's fantastic. And that's what, it's, that's, that's what it should be. You know what I mean? If you don't have to be, even if you're, you've been flying for 20 years, 30 years, if you're not it sure... Doesn't it doesn't matter how long you've been flying. It doesn't matter. No one... Yeah, you nobody, can still learn, you know. I've been right. playing music for 40 years, yeah, all right? I yeah. did my... I, I, I'm a Croatian singer, all right? Yeah, and you're bloody good too, I've heard you. <laughs> I sing in English and Italian and all that as well. Yeah, that's right. But I'm just saying that I've been in that business for 40 years and after 40 years, I'm still learning stuff. Of course. It, you're always learning. You're always learning. You know, like, look, I've been racing for just over 15 years. Mm. Oh, you know, I have a couple of years I think I remember when you joined it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would have had a little bit of hair then. But, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> look, you know, like... You're giving away your age. Exactly. Now. Like, Pino <laughs> DeLuca's come over a few times to my place and we have a good old chat and mm, we'll be talking, cool. looking at the birds and the loft and he'll say to me, Joe, 
why have you got that there? You know, you should move that and move this here and do this and do that. Uh, and you listen know what? to him. Oh, listen to him. <laughs> of course, straight away. <laughs> and you know what? It's amazing. Like, mm. yeah, you, you need advice like you that. You need advice. Like what we had Peter. Like, Peter is Famous fantastic Peter. on the internet to give... Like, his English skills aren't the greatest, but... His advice is the greatest. Doesn't hey. matter about his English skills. If you don't understand what he's writing in English, I'll tell you what to do on the internet. You tell him to write it in German, you go to Google Translate, put it in there, and he'll translate it for you. But, you know what? but on Facebook, yeah. which is the greatest thing of all, yeah. I reckon, is that if somebody does write in another language, it's got underneath that writing, translate. That's right, and just click on and you translate. You just click on it and it translates for you exactly. automatically straight away. Exactly, that's awesome. So Peter can come in there and write everything he wants to in German. German, yeah, and that'll, that's probably better for him. Yeah. But you know what? I mean, you say that he's German and all that, but I understand. He's him. born in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, he's, he's Australian. Australian. And, I, and I, I can understand him very clearly anyway. There you are, because yeah. he rang me last week and he says, oh, I didn't like my voice very much. And I said, it's all right, you're great. He goes, I understand every word, so you understand it too. Yeah, so yeah. tell him. Can you tell him on that thing? Yeah, well, no, I, I could hear No, you were perfect. Perfect. Man. Yeah, we spoke, to, I spoke to him yesterday. Yesterday? Yesterday you spoke to him. Yeah, we spoke to him, to him yesterday. We were playing yeah. in Rose Lofts and that. Yeah, he gave us a, a tingle. Yes. Um, yeah, so 5,000 men. And wasn't that an interesting segment from back in 2014? 390 episodes of Pigeon Radio Australia we now have. Oh, 391 now. <laughs> so let's now catch up with our sponsors here on Pigeon Radio Australia. And it's thanks to our sponsors that we have a show here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Yellow Drops is now available in Australia and distributed by Natural Pigeon Products. The authentic Yellow Drops is a product used by the great champions in pigeon racing for decades. They eliminate almost instantaneously, naturally, the fungi, trichomonas and bacteria existing in the upper digestive and respiratory system. To order your Yellow Drops now, call Natural Pigeon Products on 035 998 or au. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Mead. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Mead stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340-551. Southern FM sponsor. Flyright is a nutritional balancer product designed to assist racing pigeons to reach their racing capability and potential. Flyright contains a number of natural ingredients such as prebiotics, herb extracts, oregano, yeast functional fibers designed to increase the number of favorable microflora within the gastrointestinal tract. Flyright is a natural physical barrier to pathogens. Order your Flyright now at appliednutrition.com.au or phone us on 07-3206-2568. Southern FM sponsor. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM Sponsor. 
Pigeon Racing Victoria presents the Victoria Cup 2023. With a guaranteed first prize of $100,000, Australia's biggest race is on again, this time from Cobar, New South Wales. Sign up now for the Victoria Cup. It's on Sunday the 24th of September 2023. Rings are $100 each with one free ring for every 10 purchased. For details, visit pigeonracingvictoria.com. Southern FM sponsor. And it's time to say goodbye on Pigeon Radio Australia and quickly we'll catch you next week with the whole crew here on Pigeon Radio Australia. Cheerio.